When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, Bitcoin lacks momentum above $36,000. We'll be discussing why Bitcoin could crack lower. Also be breaking down the latest technical analysis. Also in today's show, institutional investors aren't buying Bitcoin at 50% all-time highs, at least for now. That's right. Institutional demand is still low, as tweeted right here. I know this is getting old, but Coinbase Bitcoin exchange balances still continue to go sideways. If we take that as a proxy for institutional demand is still low. Also in today's show, breaking news, a new deal between payments giant NCR and NYDIG will bring Bitcoin purchases to 650 United States banks and credit unions. NCR offers ATMs and kiosks in 160 countries. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, Ethereum could surge above $20,000 on back of this emerging crypto sector, according to Coin Bureau. That's right. The synonymous host of Coin Bureau thinks Ethereum has to potential to surge past $20,000 with the help of this emerging crypto sector known as decentralized finance and its ability to replicate the services of traditional finance without the drawbacks, which will be a catalyst that pushes Ethereum to the stratosphere. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and most major alts are back in the red and correcting. But where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, cryptopreneurs? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And real quick, before I kick off today's show, today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, BlockFi, where you can put your crypto to work and earn up to 8.6% APY with a BlockFi interest account. There's a special promo going on right now where you can get up to $250 as a crypto bonus for free with a deposit of $25 or more in crypto. To take advantage of this, visit my direct referral link, which is BlockFi.com forward slash crypto news alerts. Also like to point out that not only are there no hidden fees, they're also backed by the largest names in the industry, including Winklevoss Capital, Coinbase, Morgan Creek, as well as Fidelity. So to go ahead and take advantage of this $250 crypto bonus with a deposit of $25 or more, go ahead and visit blockfi.com forward slash crypto news alerts. Once again, that's blockfi.com 
forward slash crypto news alerts and let's start stacking those sats shall we all right welcome back to another episode of crypto news alerts i'm your host jv we have a lot to cover as usual so let's dive right in bitcoin price extended its recovery above the $36,000 zone against the u.s dollar bitcoin top near 36,700 just yesterday but is now correcting gains that's right bitcoin started a steady increase after it settled above that $34,000 level bitcoin broke the key $35,000 barrier and the 100 hourly simple moving average to move further into a positive zone The price even spiked above 36,500 resistance, which was a great indicator, but that was short-lived. It traded as high as 36,698 and is now correcting. Once again, there was a break below the 36,500 and $36,000 levels. It even traded below the 23.6% Fibonacci retracement level of the upward move from the 33,939 swing low to $36,698 high. And at the time of this recording, Bitcoin's trading just under $35,000 the 100 hourly simple moving average. There is also a major bullish trend line forming with support near 35,700 on the hourly chart of the Bitcoin USD pair, which you can see right here in your screen. So if the pair fails to stay above the trend line support, it can start a downside correction below 35,500, which we just started this morning. The next key support is near the $35,200 level. It is near the 50% Fibonacci retracement level of the upward move from the 33,939 swing low to 36,600. 98 high. Any more losses might call for an extended decline towards the $34,000 support zone in the coming sessions, which it looks like is where we're heading right now. So what could cause a fresh increase in Bitcoin? If Bitcoin remains stable above the trend line support, it can rise further above the $36,000 resistance. An immediate resistance on the upside is near $36,500 level. The next key resistance is near $36,700, above which the bulls are likely to aim a fresh high above $37,000. Any more gain could lift the price towards the 38,000 resistance. The next major barrier is near that $40,000 zone. Now for the technical indicators, the hourly MACD is slowly losing pace in a bullish zone and the hourly relative strength index, better known as the RSI, is still well above the 50 level and the major support levels to watch out for are 35,700 followed by 35,200 and now that we just broke below 35,000, I would say that $34,000 level with the major resistances at 36,000, 36,500 and 38 thousand dollars. So do you feel the Bitcoin price is more likely to break out to the upside or to the downside? Let me know in the comments below. And before I break down our next story of the day, institutional investors aren't buying Bitcoin at 50% all-time highs. Well, at least for now, as well as breaking news of a new deal between payments giant NCR and NYDIG will bring Bitcoin purchases to 650 US banks and credit unions, as well as Ethereum could surge above $20,000 on the back of this emerging crypto sector known as the centralized finance finance, according to Coin Bureau. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. We can see Bitcoin, Ethereum, and most of the major alts are back in the red and correcting, with Bitcoin down 2.6%, trading just above $34,600. Ethereum down 2%, trading just above $2,100. We have Binance Coin down 5%, trading at $291. Dogecoin down 5.2%, trading under $0.25. Cents. XRP down 5%, trading at $0.67. Cents. Polkadot down 5%, trading at $15.53. And 
Chainlink down 6%, trading at $18.72. All right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Institutions are holding their breath when it comes to buying more Bitcoin, even at 34000 According to data covering Bitcoin balances on major exchange Coinbase, little mass buying has occurred in recent weeks, as pointed out right here. I know this is getting old, but Coinbase Bitcoin exchange balances still continue to go sideways. If we take that as a proxy for institutional demand, is still low. That's right. Despite Bitcoin trading at over 50% below its recent all-time highs of 65000 there is curiously little interest in buying up the supply for many investors, whether retail or institutional. Adding Bitcoin to portfolios appears to be simply not as attractive as before, even with a conspicuous discount, which is all very interesting to me. Everyone is lining up to purchase Bitcoin at all-time highs like 65000 Then we witnessed this tremendous dip, and now nobody wants Bitcoin at a two-for-one discount. Doesn't make any sense if you're to ask me. Now, check this out. Coinbase's Bitcoin balance saw consecutive steps down throughout 2021. The trend was consistent until mid-May's price capitulation event when withdrawals conspicuously stopped. Since then, Coinbase has seen only small decreases in its Bitcoin reserves. As you can see right here on your screen, it shows you the Coinbase Bitcoin balances versus Bitcoin chart brought to you by Glassnode Analytics. And as Cointelegraph reported, July is set to see a shakeup in the terms of institutional activity. Thanks to the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, mid-month, a major unlocking event will give a large slice of the investor base a chance to sell their funds should they choose to do so. Selling pressures implied and the potential for the Bitcoin price to slide further could be the reason why there is currently little interest in buying. The event is important. Once over, selling pressure overall is expected to decrease significantly when it comes to selling behavior. Meanwhile, it is conspicuously short-term hodlers who are behind the routes which saw lows of 28600 And as Glassnode noted in its latest of its weekly reports, the mood very much appears to be one of panic selling. New investors are ridding themselves of Bitcoin at a loss. A very large volume of coins that were underwater were spent this week, Glassnode explained, along with the following. Note that almost all long-term hodlers are in profit and their spending actually offset around $383 million in net losses. Total realized loss was $3.833 billion. Currently, only 2.44% of the circulating supply is held by long-term hodlers at an unrealized loss. Slash right, hodl be thy name. All long-term hodlers are in profit. That is the name of the game. And before I break down our next break-in story of the day, a new deal between payments giant NCR and NYDIG will bring Bitcoin purchases to 650 United States banks and credit unions, as well as Ethereum could surge above $20,000 on back of this emerging crypto sector known as decentralized finance, according to Coin Bureau. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting above $1.4 trillion with $92 billion in volume in the past 24 hours and current Bitcoin dominance at 46% even with the Ether dominance at 17.6% and the current Bitcoin market cap at $652 billion with the Ether market cap at $248 billion. Now checking out the top gainers within the top 100, we have UMA up 18% trading at $10.68. Ethereum Classic up 13% for the day and almost 50% for the week trading at $58.66. Waves up 13% trading at $17. And Terra up 8.8% trading at $6.26. Now out of this list of the biggest gainers and losers, which 
which altcoins in particular are you currently most bullish on during this bull run? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 28 in fear. Yesterday was a 25, last week a 14, and last month an 18 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That can be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now. BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. All right, now let's break down our next story of the day. 650 U.S. banks will soon be able to offer Bitcoin purchases to an estimated 24 million total customers. And as part of the deal between enterprise payments giant NCR and digital asset management firm NYDIG, community banks, including North Carolina-based First Citizens Bank and credit unions, including Bay Federal Credit Union in California, will be able to offer their clients cryptocurrency trading through mobile applications built by the payments provider. And instead of having to deal with the burdensome regulatory requirements related to actually holding the crypto for their customers, the financial institutions that opt to make their service available will rely on NYDIG's custody services. The effort is the latest by Atlanta-based NCR to capitalize on demand it's seeing from banks and credit unions, tired of seeing crypto purchases made from their accounts to outside exchanges by providing these clients with a way to buy Bitcoin and eventually spend it within their existing accounts. The move puts these institutions in direct competition with cryptocurrency exchanges, quoting them right here. We're firm believers in the benefits of crypto and the strategic application, says NCR president of digital banking, Douglas Brown. And that's true for our banking relationships as evidenced by NYDIG and across retailers as well as restaurants and the like. Founded in 1884, the National Cash Register, NCR, employs 34,000 people and does business ranging from digital banking services to ATMs and restaurant point-of-sale kiosks in 160 countries worldwide. From January to March 2020, the company stock tanked 62% to $13.43, then riding a similar tide as PayPal and many other financial technology service providers. Since the COVID-19 pandemic forced many banks to close down their physical branches, NCR stock has jumped 238% since March 2020 when quarantine started and is now trading at $45.44. NCR generated $6.2 billion in revenue from non-crypto transactions last year. So as you can see, they are absolutely a juggernaut. And in addition to its work with the financial sector. NCR is the largest provider of point-of-sale software to grocery and other retail stores globally with a 45% market share, according to the research firm RBR. In total, NCR serves 180,000 restaurants, retail chains, and more, including Fifth Group restaurants in Georgia and Metropolitan at the nine hotels in Ohio, all of which could eventually be open to Bitcoin payments if everything proceeds according to plan. Let's go according to plan. So instead of losing these assets to third-party crypto exchanges or sending national notes to their clients saying they don't condone the purchases. They decide to capture that value by providing the services on their own, quoting them again here. A lot of these banks have seen that one of the biggest outflows from their depositors is moving money from the bank to exchanges like Coinbase, says Stone Ridge co-founder Yan Zhao, who joined NYDIG as president in December 2020. And that's a part of why banks are so excited to have this capability for themselves and for their customers. So phase one of NYDIG's partnership will let NCR's banking clients buy, sell, and trade Bitcoin as well as other cryptos from their mobile application, while their purchaser will feel like they're working directly with the bank to make these purchases. But on the back end, the actual assets will be custodied by NYDIG. And when a customer wants to buy Bitcoin, it is sourced from various regulated over-the-counter desks and exchanges and sold at a slight markup based on the size of the trade and other factors. NYDIG in turn receives a per user per month fee from the bank. I think you'll see cheaper transaction fees through the banks than what you would have today in the marketplace, says NYDIG. 
AIG's head of bank solutions, Patrick Sells. But the banks will get to determine what they want the transaction fee to be. So there you have it. Very bullish news for the king of all crypto as NCR offers ATMs and kiosks in 160 countries worldwide. Now, before I break down our final story of the day, Ethereum can surge above $20,000 on the back of this emerging crypto sector known as decentralized finance, according to Coin Bureau. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 825 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, have some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my daily letter, which goes out to over 30,000 subscribers every single day. Also, have a blog I update daily, which could be found at cryptonewsjust.com. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and hit that bell icon to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day just like this you can also find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from spotify the home of the joe rogan experience to apple's itunes and google play you can also follow me on twitter my twitter handle is crypto news yes and for those of you on facebook i do have a private crypto facebook group entitled crypto alchemy with over nineteen thousand cryptopreneurs from all over the world to join it click this link request to join i'll be sure to plug you in and for those of you on telegram be sure to join my private crypto telegram chat and for those of you on tiktok be sure to follow me there all right now let's break down our final story of the day the synonymous host the coin bureau thinks ethereum has the potential to surge past twenty thousand with the help of an emerging sector of the crypto markets that's right in a new video the popular analyst who goes by Guy says that decentralized finance, better known as DeFi, and its ability to replicate the services of traditional finance without the drawbacks will be the catalyst that pushes the Ethereum price to the stratosphere. Guy tells his 1.13 million YouTube subs that traditional finance is completely replaceable, quoting him here. Unsurprisingly, the banks have been performing pretty poorly over the past decade, from the U.S. banks to those of China, Japan, and Europe. An abysmal performance from a once towering industry just try to picture that. This is the sector that caused the 2008 financial crisis. They have honed the craft of privatizing gains and socializing losses. However, despite this, they still have been unable to capture any value of their shareholders. So the question then becomes, what services are these banks providing that can be replicated in DeFi? The million dollar question, right? To answer that question, Guy points to an essay penned in April by Arthur Hayes, the former chief executive of the derivatives exchange, BitMEX. In this essay, Hayes explains how DeFi can easily replicate savings accounts, checking accounts, and trust services. He does note, however, that while DeFi can offer loans, the sector is heavily over-collateralized, meaning that banks tend to do a better job with loans despite their shortcomings. And still, Hayes notes that if Ethereum can capture some percentage of the five-year average earnings of banks and the big four audit firms, it could skyrocket in value. Based on Hayes' equation, if the Ethereum ecosystem managed to capture a half a percent of traditional finances revenue, it would 10x ETH in value to more than $20,000, capturing 5% of traditional finances revenue, which would send it to $200,000. Now, could you imagine a $200,000 Ethereum price? I know I can. The host of Coin Bureau asserts that capturing just a half a percent of traditional finances revenue is a reasonable expectation for DeFi, explains Guy. This realization is the reason that institutional investors are lapping it up. This realization is the reason that Goldman has divided right into Ethereum options before offering them on Bitcoin. 
Now, of course, a lot of it does hinge on the upcoming updates. Pushing forward such as fundamental upgrades won't be an easy feat on a network worth over $300 billion, but they are necessary. So what are your thoughts about Ethereum capturing just a half a percent of centralized finance and rising to 20,000? Do you feel this is feasible? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now for a quick recap of what I cover with you right here in today's show, I shared some technical analysis that Bitcoin lacks momentum above 36,000 and why Bitcoin could correct lower. I also shared that institutional investors aren't buying Bitcoin at the current 50% all-time highs. Well, at least for now. Also in today's show, I shared breaking news that a new deal between payments giant NCR and NYDIG will bring Bitcoin purchases to 650 United States banks and credit unions as NCR offers ATMs and kiosks in 160 countries around the globe. Also in today's show, we discussed that Ethereum can surge above $20,000 on the back of this emerging crypto sector known as DeFi, according to Coin Bureau. So where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Well, that's going to conclude today's show. And real quick, before I go, today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, BlockFi, where you can put your crypto to work and earn up to 8.6% APY with a BlockFi interest account. There's a special promo going on right now where you can get up to $250 as a crypto bonus for free with a deposit of $25 or more in crypto. To take advantage of this, visit my direct referral link, which is BlockFi.com forward slash crypto news alerts also like to point out that not only are there no hidden fees they're also backed by the largest names in the industry including Winklevoss capital coinbase morgan creek as well as fidelity so to go ahead and take advantage of this 250 dollars crypto bonus with a deposit of 25 dollars or more go ahead and visit blockfi.com forward slash crypto news alerts once again that's blockfi.com forward slash crypto news alerts and let's start stacking those stats shall we